William McCarthy, live from New York City. Friends, Romans, countrymen, the kid's back. I took a holiday. If we took a holiday, a time to celebrate. Um, that was a really bad Madonna impression. I just got back, uh, I'd say, yeah, what, three days ago. I just came in from Germany, and I... Spent my birthday, vacation time, I took two weeks off, and I went all the way down from Frankfurt, all the way down to the Adriatic, and I went to a beautiful um, island called Korchula. Very interesting going to Croatia and Slovenia. Good luck pronouncing anything right whatsoever. I pronounced everything wrong, which I actually try, but I guess there comes a point for, uh, you know, for an American, like, where if you... If you pronounce it like with the accent, like I if I pronounce something in, in French, like it actually like, like Montpellier, <laughs> I, I probably said that wrong. I just sound like a jerk. So you can imagine me, um, you know, driving around Croatia trying to pronounce things phonetically. It did not work. But let's talk a little bit about Croatia. I was obviously touched, as were many people, by their brave performance, um, their feisty beautiful performance throughout the whole World Cup just would not roll over and, and die. They just kept fighting and, and I I hated to see them lose against France. So like I think just it was just such a like, kind of a beautiful underdog place and a lot of people know this but um in when I was in the band Pela, um Tom Tomislav, our drummer is Croatian. So I actually have you know, some pretty loose understanding of Croatian culture and it was just beautiful. I mean the islands, the Adriatic Highlands, I think there's something like 12 or 1400 islands there. And some of them are really small and some of them are, I think Korchula uh, is about 30 kilometers long. So really, really beautiful. But it's got this sort of uh, like kind of seagrass the, on the ocean, on the Adriatic floor. Like near the, it doesn't have a lot of sandy beaches, it's just sort of stone. But when you uh, look at this thing from afar, it looks like really light turquoise it was really really beautiful the water was um extremely salty and it was similar to the dead sea in when i was in the middle east in that you couldn't really f sink well like it was you were buoyant so you, you'd jump in there and you'd like go kind of lay on your back like spread eagle and you would just float like that like it took no effort to float it was fascinating the food was amazing the beers uh, I have to, I, I really just, I, I think Croatia, it's funny, I, I've heard that it's like a hot spot now and a lot of people in Europe are buying there, which I can believe and then I can't believe. I, like I guess Dubrovnik um, and Zagreb, I could see that, but the countryside seems very kind of serene still, uh, serene still, and I have to tip my hat to them for having the biggest beers I've ever seen, and I'm not even like talking about a Stein, like a, like a German, like a big handle like a cup like actually like what we'd call a 40 in america like a big 40 ounce they were like i don't know a hundred ounce like a huge huge plastic massive beer that you just take and refrigerate 
and drink over the weekend. And it was like this, it was amazing. It was like a six pack all in one bottle. Really delicious beer, kind of like Spanish beer, a little bit light. Um, goes good with like savory things, salty things. A lot of barbecuing. I don't know if anyone's enjoyed chivaps. I think they call them chivapi. Absolutely amazing stuff. Um, like street corners with like kind of like smoke coming off the barbecue. People sitting around watching soccer, football, um, on the TV, families. Very dry heat. So Germany had a ton of humidity, like a lot like New York City. And then you like go over the Alps. Uh, I went through Austria and into Italy, but you go down and the humidity just stops. It turns into very dry heat. And I couldn't help but sit on this beach and think about ancient Greeks because uh, because Corchula was actually um, inhabited by ancient Greeks. I think at one point um, in the late 1800s, uh, Italy claimed it as its own, and um, ancient Romans inhabited the island as well. It's such a pretty place. There's a side of the island. They all have it's like little villages within the larger island, and we were in this. I was so there's there's the the two tips. One was called blato, which I guess apparently means mud in Croatian. Really like um, uninhabited, and Vela Luka was the region. Completely beautiful and a happy surprise. It was a white, like a white wine region. So I'm riding around on my motorcycle and I'm looking around, and there's all these vineyards, but these vineyards weren't like corporate. They were like family run. So you just see like signs. It was really cute because I think they, the Croatian people, probably heard the word wine tasting, but with their accent. You just saw signs everywhere that said wine testing, T-E-S-T-I-N-G, wine testing, wine testing, which was amazing. So you're cruising around, you're in the middle of these vineyards, there's like a tractor, a pair of like dirty, you know, farmhand gloves, like sitting on the seat, um, flies buzzing around, the scorching sun, and you're in like a family vineyard. So countless family vineyards. So you're just driving around, unbelievable. Um, beautiful little grocery store, cooked a lot, drank, slept, relaxed. So thank you guys uh, for all your well-wishing on that. I appreciate it. So I came home to Todd Howe um, releasing the official trailer and early festival announcements for the premiere of our film, um, Rise, the Story of Augustine's. I have seen the film three times, and it's it, it's had little different like adjustments each time, but it's you know what what can you say? It's it's very powerful for me to watch, but I think there's so much good news about it. The, probably the, the 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 near and dear to my heart is the fact that it's being premiered at the Santa Cruz Film Festival, and I was born there. My brother was born there. It was our hometown, and you know between us like we were taken away from there we were we we had a really tough go in the first part of our lives and we got taken and put in a foster care and then they just removed us from Santa Cruz altogether so i've always said that i'm from Santa Cruz um i've never let go of that and the f- fact that this film about um my band's journey and my life being played in the place where i was born where my mother passed away where my grandparents are buried um 
it's a, a very big deal. I, I spread my brother's ashes there. Um, my sister feels a, a tremendous connection to the place as well. So like to, to be played in a film festival there is, is very powerful. Uh, we're also premiering in London and I don't want to say too much because that's really, it's Todd's project. Um, but apparently it's sold out one, two, three times. And so they keep making the theater bigger and I think it's at the largest capacity theater that they actually have. So that's, I mean, that's gratifying stuff. I sit back and I just think, wow, look at this little movement, you know, um, a community backed film, a community backed artist, um, uh, reciprocating with each other, being there for each other, throwing shows together, um, getting films up and running together, singing along with each other. It's pretty nice. And I know that sounds a little utopian, but to be honest, I've been thinking about it quite a bit lately. Like um, the music business, as I've known it for the past decade and a half plus, I just, I'm struggling to see where it's going. <laughs> I don't, and it's funny because you talk to these like industry professionals and they can't really even tell you where they think it's going. And it's all these different, I think, I think, you know, we thought it was in the beginning, we really thought it was Napster and that, that this was like such a threat. Remember Metallica like stood up to them and all this stuff. And then I think eventually, but it wasn't Napster. It was just the direction that technology was now bringing everyone or it was making possible. So then Spotify comes in and uh, changes the landscape. So everyone's struggling to figure out how to exist in it. And I just, I look at it and I love music. I love you guys. I think that it's going, it's a, it's a growing period. And I think the music industry will figure itself out. But as you know, in the meantime, it's not that appealing. <laughs> so I just wanted to say thank you for everyone that's been, been there for me, um, singing along, um, staying present and reciprocating with me and being a part of this journey. The film stuff is completely gratifying. Uh, back in New York, incredibly humid. It feels like uh, Satan's testicles. Uh, <laughs> it's pretty rough. I'm not going to lie. It's actually weird part about New York is August is like the rainy season. Maybe not unlike Southeast Asia, <laughs> but it's true. So I'm just transitioning now back home. Um, day four and I'm going into album writing mode I have some surprises coming up there's some performances uh, I'm going to do my best to take September off of live uh, performance I think I'm doing just a couple things October will get busy again November will be busy and there's a lot to tell you um, as the months come and go so there'll be updates uh, thank you guys for being a part of my Patreon community, and thank you for coming out to the shows. Let's talk about the shows. I played in a farmhouse um, in, that was from the 1700s in Mönchengladbach. Mönchengladbach, I finally learned how to say it. Uh, I played in a British Heart Foundation in Great Britain, and was it Scunthorpe, I believe? And absolutely love alternative venues. The pop-ups and alternative venues are making my heart have wings. There's only, I was just talking to a friend of mine, Timmy, a really, really great musician, a friend of mine from, I don't know, 15 years ago in New York City. And he was just saying, you know, there's only so many times that you could go backstage in a rock club 
and you see a Gatorade bottle and it's not Gatorade at all. Gatorade at all. It's filled with piss uh, because there's no bathroom down there and some band left a piss bottle. There's only so many times you can see dicks drawn on the walls or like bad graffiti or, uh, you know, rips in the, in the upholstery of the couches. The, I don't know who kicked off like the punk rock aesthetic of like shitting all over everything or tagging things. But it's so obnoxious and it, it really, it, it's really rife and it's really present in the, in the rock and roll world. Like just graffitied everything, bathroom, like, you know, you walk into a bathroom after driving for seven hours, there's no toilet seat, just stuff like that. No, very, very, it's, it's very rare to actually have a shower curtain. And these rock clubs, it's just, it's not nice. It's just not nice. So on, on my motorcycle on this trip, I stayed out of the cities and I just stayed by the countryside and... I really realized I had a vastly different experience just by going into the countryside and not going to the cities. My holiday was completely different. So I'm sort of trying to navigate my music career uh, in a similar fashion. Like when you go into the, the, the eye of the hurricane, these big, massive, um, these metropolises, right? These like the Londons and the New Yorks and all this, like you go into this sort of, all this like, uh, there's noise ordinances, there's curfews, there's, you know, it's not laid back and it becomes really hard. Not to say that I don't want to play cities, just to say that I'm rinsed for playing cities for the past two decades. And I'm really appreciating learning new ways to do this. And I really like how at ease the fans look. And even cooler than that, I'm enjoying seeing how the fans interact with each other and that they're actually meeting each other, getting along, connecting, uh, keeping in touch. And like, that's really hard to do when there's a big smoke machine and a light show and it's dark. And I totally love that. And there's a place for that. Now I will do those shows, but I really am exploring something more organic and I'm really loving it. So nothing against the dicks drawn on the walls or graffiti. You know, I, somebody told me that graffiti actually comes, it's an Italian word. And I was in Pompeii once and I looked on the walls and they were saying these are really ancient forms, Roman forms of graffiti. I can imagine that, graffiti. Uh, but they're like, they were, there was Roman graffiti and it was like, you know, Maximus was here or whatever. But recently, is cre- this is going to sound creepy, but I went to the Dachau Concentration Camp Memorial Museum on the way uh, north back from the Adriatic on my uh, vacation and I went, I checked out the mess hall where they were fed, the, the museum portion, the showers, the, where they bunked, where their quarters were, and also the crematorium. And I am not kidding. As if Trump wasn't bad enough. As if, like, the, uh, the climate of the world, like climate change, as if, like, immigration, all these things weren't difficult enough you look inside this, in inside of a crematorium, and uh, a gas chamber, and so not one, but multiple people have tagged it. People have put graffiti inside of a gas chamber, and I saw that, and I was just mortified, man. I was walking around the grounds of this museum in a completely solemn state, not only empathizing with people that were persecuted, but empathizing for. Empathizing for humanity, for people in Germany that didn't know it was going on, maybe did know it was going on, couldn't do anything about it to stop it. Um, empathizing for families of people that were just removed from the, the 
from society. And I'm walking around and these people were like exterminated, right? So it's just a really, really painful part of, of human history. And there were people doing like selfies and I just heard people like giggling and eating lunch and like teenagers that didn't really want to be there that were like laughing and like lovers holding hands. And it was like, what the hell is going on here, man? This is like a, this is a, like a graveyard. I, I was crazy. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe I just missed the solitude of that ocean. Uh, but uh, that's a really great segue. That's what I'm, I'm going to be doing with this record. Um, there's a fellow that I know named Joe. And Joe and Eric have been really close for years. Joe's band used to open up for Pela quite a bit back in the day. I'm going to be working with Joe um, making this record. And Joe lives out in Pennsylvania, just outside of... Uh, actually, sorry, he lives in New Jersey, just at the border of Pennsylvania. And it's a small, like, craftsman-type home with a very, like, steep roof. You can tell it snows a lot there, and it's just on a quiet, like, tree-lined street. And I'm going to go there and find some solace and some serenity and some solitude and um, going to create this beautiful record. Okay, we've covered a lot. We've covered beer, Croatia, um, taking selfies at memorial sites, rock and roll, um, the glory and joys of backstage and in the rock clubs and toilet tour and an alternative and organic um, path that I'm exploring. So I wanted to thank you. Summer. Isn't it funny that at the end of August, you're completely all summered out, basically. You're like, you're not really getting to the beach as frequently. You're, at least in New York City, you're kind of you're over it, but you're not really ready for October either. You're not really ready for the fall, but you're not really doing summer like to the fullest any longer you're losing steam i think everyone's kind of taking their vacations and they're like okay but then in new york city you kind of wander into this like september which is absolutely pristine beautiful weather not a cloud in the sky like i don't know in celsius maybe like 25 is that correct maybe 20 something like 70 degrees uh, fahrenheit it's just beautiful, but it's so funny because you literally can't, you just can't summer anymore. And we're at that kind of place. I think in the next two to three weeks, you see the, the fall enthusiasm coming. But I'll leave it there, everyone. Um, all the best. And uh, keep carrying on and keep smiling and keep positive. Stay positive. And um, shine on, you crazy diamonds. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from New York City. Mwah!